Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, no, it isn't. Another Power Peak run, another awesome Tuesday. We're live. The sun is shining here in Denver. It's shining really in many, many places. I know a lot of you are feeling the onset of winter, but we have to get through the season of Sagittarius, which I am going to just tear up next week. But happy birthday to all you Sages. I know it's really fun because you guys get to celebrate for an entire month. All fire signs do celebrate their birthday in so many fun ways. We are just crawling out of a full moon, a Venus retrograde, a Jupiter retrograde. Everything is moving forward. Do you not know what that means? Ha! You have to take my class over at 12academy.com. I have been teaching some astrology classes. We are having such a good, good time. I'm going to restart the, the series from the beginning at the beginning of the year. So it's, it's exciting to be able to do all that stuff. Now, you guys, I know you're hanging on some of you by just your nails and you're entering one of the most intense times of the year. And why is it intense? Well, for the most part, we're getting darker. The, the days are getting shorter, the nights are getting longer, Thanksgiving kicks in, and that kicks in the whole family thing, and I know you guys are ready to rock and roll with your families, right? I mean, it is so about dealing with who we are as an individual and, and, and what we carry, these buttons, right, that everybody can press, and nobody presses them better than the family, no matter what sign they are, but astrology will help you understand why people are doing that. So bear with me. I want you to please go over to facebook.com slash my name, Mark Husson, and post questions, post issues that you're having. I keep an eye on that. I have an amazing guest today. I cannot wait to bring her on. And, and here's what's so funny. Um, I met Donna just a couple years ago, and she has represented always in my head this kind of Venus person. Now, it turns out that she's a Taurus, which my students will know that's a Venus person because, you know, Taurus is ruled by Venus. But then when you get to know her, and I posted her chart over there for you guys, not only is she a Venus person, her rising sign is Venus ruled. She's a Libra rising. That's Venus. Her own personal Venus is in the sign of Taurus. That's a Venus ruled sign again. And it's next to her son, which is in Taurus, a Venus ruled sign. She's Venus all over the place. So it's no coincidence that this person, this, this being, is totally holding the space for the feminine, the goddess, the Venusian way. And we're going to bring her on with an incredible opportunity to hear about her life, what she does. But before we do that, I wanted you to get a little dose. We're going to go through the Zodiac and her scopes. She is letting us listen to and play her goddess scopes, which which have been a, an amazing signature for her. So before I bring on Donna, I want you to hear the first segment of the scope. So pay attention if you're an Aries, Taurus, or Gemini, because and think Cancer too, because we're going to start uh, her scopes. So whenever you're ready, Steve, if you'd roll it. Your goddess is Sarasvati, goddess of education, knowledge, and communication. This month, you will be found with a book in one hand and a pen in the other. The joys of learning something new delights you. Light and leisure, you find the time to study and write about the things that are more for pleasure than necessity. 
Clarity of thought runs through your mind like the mighty water of the Sarasvati River. Consider this time to be an opportunity to fulfill a long-forgotten passion and a nourishing opportunity. Taurus, your goddess is Matt, goddess of truth, justice, and balance. As light as a feather, you feel the weight of past worries being lifted off your heart and mind by our beloved goddess. Love, money, career are all coming into balance now. Your Lady of Heaven, Queen of the Earth, and Mistress of the Underworld says, You have had a heart of goodwill, been compassionate and forgiving. Therefore, you will be blessed in all areas of your life. Gemini, your goddess is Morgan Le Fay, goddess of wisdom, fairy, and lady of Avalon. You are the way shower this month, and there is an increase in responsibility as you take on that role. Let your voice emerge for others to hear your wise counsel. You are skilled in the arts of healing, shape-shifting, and crossing between the worlds. You will see an expansion in your career this month. As you lead the way, others will cross their thresholds too and will be able to sing, dance, and play. Spend these days in daily meditation with Our Lady. She will be your guide. Cancer, your goddess is Venus, the goddess of love and beauty. It couldn't hurt to beautify the world around you. Your eyes see the colors, shapes, and designs that would go so perfectly in just the right places. You are inspired by artwork and enchanted by carefully selected music. You enjoy preparing a perfectly decorated table for a dinner party. Invite your beloved family and friends into your home for the holidays. You will prepare an enchanting place for love and thanksgiving to flow. Okay, you heard it. That was Aries through Cancer. That was by the amazing Donna. Donna, are you here? I'm playing that. That was so nice. I appreciate that. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. And everybody, this is Donna Virgilio. She can be found at 12listen.com. Donna, did you know that about your Venus stuff? Everything is Venus, Venus, Venus? Oh, yes, of course I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a discovery to find out. And so it's to me, when I look at that, when I listen to your show, you have your own show at one, two radio called the Donna Virgilio show. And you host this amazing sort of refinement of energy and it comes through so clearly. And when people get to hear you speak, I think it kind of touches something in them. Now, the first one was Aries. People might not have heard that the Saraswati one, but we can hear yeah. these again. They can hear them at the website. What brought you to the goddess thing? What is this thing about? Oh, you know, I just love the goddess. And, you know, goddesses really aren't something new, although it is becoming more common and popular that people are actually reaching out and trying to figure that out. You know, it's it was part of past cultures. People had a powerful connection to the goddess. It was part of their spirituality, their day-to-day experiences. And, you know, but it's been thousands of years since we've paid a lot of attention to the goddess, <laughs> right? Yeah. So... You know, one of the things I began to do, as, you know, many of us have, is I decided I wanted to create a relationship with the goddess and create a balance between the masculine masculine and feminine aspects of myself. Yep. And I think that's why people are doing it. And it's not just it's not just women. It's a, it's primarily a lot of women right now, but it is both men and women who are doing this. Yeah, you know, it's true. I think there is, I'm noticing a movement where there is um, more of a desire for balance. Now, isn't it interesting? Saturn is in Libra, which Saturn <laughs> is going to amp 
exemplify the sign of balance. And now, and here we get an opportunity to talk about balance of the masculine and feminine. Where did the, now, how is it different than the feminist movement? Where did, I know there was a big, you know, everybody knows about the feminist yeah. movement. Um, did they, did they do everything right? What happened there? What's your assessment? Yes, absolutely. The feminist movement was very, very important because it gave women a voice. Women wanted to be heard. And I really want to acknowledge, like all the women and men, too, who really gave women a voice um, in our society where we had been very quiet for such a long time. Now, we developed some very strong masculine qualities, very strong. And we sort of stamped out some of our feminine qualities. They became not so important for a while. But now, now the pendulum swings, and we get to bring all this back into balance. We've developed our strong masculine sides as women, and now we can create some balance and really develop some of our more creative, more feminine aspects, the more dreamy side. It's a very rich, you know, creative, imaginative side again. And we can have both. We can have it all. I mean, that's what we really wanted with the feminist movement. That's what we were trying to create was, you know, having it all. Um, but now it's time that we really do get to have it all. We get to we get to embrace our feminine side again. You know what I want to compare it to? It's kind of like the dance of the tango. It's a very beautiful dance. It's very playful. It's very fun. It's creative. It's got the push, you know, and the pull. And yeah. it, it's a very beautiful connection between the male and the female. We've got the strength of the dance where the man is leading, and we've got that, which is a very masculine quality, taking that initiative leading, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the surrender or letting go, you know, the feminine quality, which, you know, we don't have to control it. We just create and let it unfold. Mm-hmm. And so what we're really trying to do is just create a balance between those two aspects, the, the masculine and the feminine. And this dance really is just a perfect um, description of how we just yeah, create this balance in ourselves. It's really balancing that male and female in ourselves. It is. And I think that, that that's why I think dancing with the stars is your analogy is really good because that's been a really huge hit. And, mm-hmm. and I think the psychic world belongs to the feminine. I think the, that when we tune in, we get an impression, we become empathic. I think that also is it. And you've been a psychic advisor for, for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you've, you've tapped into, um, this part of yourself. So clearly you have a, a doorway deep into your feminine aspect, which I think is, it really shows in all the work you do. What, what is it that you do, Donna? What, what is your ability when you like a lot of, you'll hear psychics say, well, I'm a clairvoyant or I'm a, I'm just a psychic or I'm a medium. Do you do you have something that you package for yourself that way? Well, you know, I really do work with the goddesses, and so um, oftentimes my readings will be um, based on the communication of what she has to say, what a particular goddess has to, to say about what, you know, someone's going through at that time. But it's also very love-based, you know, and I focus on, you know, forgiveness and those kinds of qualities. Of course, those are very, very feminine. And... um so when you say that you connect to the goddess, you will actually get somebody on the phone and get an impression in your mind or a voice? And then oh, yes. You... Oh, how, yeah. What does that look like for me? Well, oftentimes it's a picture. I get a lot of pictures, um, except for when, you know, the information comes really, really fast. And then you see I go from... Uh, that to, you know, clear cognizant, and I just know I, I get this really strong message and just give it out just like that. And yes. so those are the strongest ways, 
And then last, our third is really, then I start to feel. I can actually feel what another person is experiencing or the person they're asking about. Oftentimes, I can feel like, oh, I can, I can feel what your partner is feeling. This is what it's like for them. And help them understand, you know, if we can get inside the world of other people and really understand what it's like for them, our communication um, is much more compassionate and much more effective. We've got to understand each other, you know, yes. before. We're, we're speaking a different language until we do, even though we may be speaking English. Or, That's you right. Know? Absolutely. And I think that um, when in your work, I, mean, I hear, I, I, I've had readings from you, I, I, get, I watch your feedback. People really mm-hmm. feel that you do embrace a certain safety for them and that you reflect back a very clear message. And it, it, in the time that you've done this, I know you work with us over at One Two Listen, and I'm gonna, I want you to be able to tell people, uh, again, we can go over to facebook.com and, and slash yeah. Mark Husson to get questions done. And I'm going to have you tell people where they can find you as well at the donavirgilio.com is one of them. V I R G I L I O. It looks like two L's with that I next to it, but everything's a single digit next to each other. Donavirgilio.com. Right. And uh, <laughs> or they can run over to one, two, listen and click your picture. Now, when you've done readings, um, what do you think during this cycle that we're in now? Cause people are really panicked now they're panicked about love. They're panicked. You know, they're less panicked about money than they were last year. I think love right. since Saturn went into Libra has really shown up, which is why it's no coincidence that you're on the show holding the space for that. What do you think is, um, what have you heard the biggest source of the complaint to be like if, if like with regards to relationship, is it that they feel, you know, with the, is it that the person doesn't feel secure or they feel unworthy? What do you think the issue is? Big issue. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, obviously I've been getting a lot of relationship readings lately because when Venus was retrograde, it was a time to really clean up and heal the past and get clarity about our relationships and how we, you know, we can be more effective in them and and communicate with each other. So that was what I was getting a lot of. What people want to know, you know what people want, Mark? They want love. And their their fear is that it's not going to come. And so... We look at that. We look at, you know, well, yes, love is coming and love is already there, by the way. You know, as a matter of fact, all you have to do is start being love and love will show up for you. It's nothing you have to go out and get. I think that's what I want people to know is that, you know, um, you don't have to wait for something from outside to show up for you to have love in your life. You start being love, you know, right now in every relationship that you have. And that love will come back to you. It will arrive. You will meet your soulmate. You will, you know, have better relationships. And that's what I want, you know, people to get out of the readings, really. No one's better at it, I think, than somebody who's so Venus-ruled to give people Mm -hmm. the, uh, the advice of tending to the self. And I think you're right, completely, absolutely, 100% right. I know you're right about the idea of we start with us. And that's one of the gifts of astrology, to give people a chance to look at their chart, to see what parts they've rejected and begin a process of acceptance and love and extending that love out into the world. And then eventually what happens is I think you start, like you said, you start looking at the world through the eyes of a loving heart and you start receiving and and getting it right back at you. And it's one of the gifts of people with Libra. Um, I have very little Libra in my chart, but your ability, uh, all of you guys, to look into the heart of people and see the goodness and to see what's good. And I think that's such a lovely attribute. Now, in that, having said that, have you, um, do you think, is it, 
is the obstacle to that when you're talking to somebody is, do you see their obstacle is, was it environmental? Was it training? Is it, is that something where the goddess really helps because women have been conditioned in, in so many ways uh, to, to give up a certain part of their own needs to support another? I mean, is that the traditional classic problem or is it mm. something broader? Well, I would like to, I like to approach it from an, a way that we can just get responsible for it and have some power over the situation, nice. some freedom, a sense of freedom about it. And this is how I look at it. I think the biggest obstacle to being happy is we have an attachment to the outcome of things. We're, we're, we're concerned about how things should be, how others should be, when they should say it, when they should do it, how, you know, things should be a particular way for us to be happy. And again, it's like, it's, it's, it's backwards, you know. So what it would look like is this. If we consider happiness as a choice rather than a response to the events in life, if we operate from a place where we are no longer a victim of our circumstances, then we're no longer looking outside for that source of happiness. Again, it's, it's the same thing that we kind of just talked about, but because now our source of happiness um, comes from ourselves. We can choose love. We can choose happiness like in any moment, in any circumstances, if we're aware of what's happening in the moment. That's kind of the key is like sometimes we're in this, this upset, this, this frustration, and, and we don't even realize that in the moment, you know, we can do something about it. We just feel like it's coming from someplace else. I'll give you an example. There was a woman in the media a few years ago, and she was communicating, in my opinion, some really toxic, really fear-based, not very nice things, and I didn't understand it. And I thought, now, this is really awful. She should not be saying these things, right? (laughs) I was judging it and just making it wrong, and her career was so being fed off of all this hatred and, and anger she was stirring within others. And I had all kinds of judgments about it. And in the moment, I decided, you know, I'm going to choose differently now. I realize that I'm a little bit excited about this, a little angry, a little triggered by it, right? <laughs> right. And so, and it's like, and, and I don't know this woman. I have no control over what she does. And we can't control other people. Like, we can't make people to be different. So what I did in the moment was I made a decision to, you know, I'm going to pray for her. It was really interesting because yep. in the moment I shifted my perception, I changed my mind about her, yep. and I said a prayer for her, and I sent her love. All my anger and resentment just kind of dissipated because what I got back was a message, and the message was, one, that made a difference. And I all of a sudden started to receive this information psychically about, you know, about her and, and how this happened and the fear that was inside of her. And, and I got this compassion for her. And, you know, it's interesting because she was all over the media at that time. And then I never heard of her again. Like, she went off my radar. Wow. And, and I don't know what she's doing today. And, but it was interesting that the miracle occurred in me. The shift was in me. Yep. And then my outside world appeared differently. Yep. That's the brilliance of it. And that's like, um, it starts with a change in mind. That's mm-hmm. so great, Donna. Great story. I want to segue into uh, giving the next uh, group their forecast from the goddesses. So Steve, if we could uh, cue the second series, it'd be great. Your goddess is Lakshmi, goddess of abundance and prosperity. 
You are capable of manifesting much abundance and prosperity this month. The comforts of abundance once again flow into your house. It is wonderful to feel the doors of abundance open again for you. Lakshmi advises you to continue to keep a count of what you are spending and reminds you that wasteful spending will leave you unprepared when your bounty is not so heavy. With restraint, spend some and save some. The fat will keep the lamp burning. Virgo, your goddess is Hina, goddess of love, peace, communication, and the moon. The goddess gently nudges you to open your heart and be willing to be vulnerable with your loved ones. Release your fears through communication, even when the words don't seem to come quite so easily. The feelings behind the words will come through. Underneath your fears is a desire to love and to be loved. Know that you are not alone, for those around you have the same desires as you do. In meditation, see yourself sitting behind a beautiful waterfall. As the sun shines through the water, see the rainbows reflecting all around you. Step forward into the waterfall for purification and rejuvenation. Be ready for a new beginning. Libra, your goddess is Demeter, goddess of the harvest. This month is a wonderful time to celebrate your harvest, not just with family and friends, but with your community too. You can share in the richness of community by volunteering your time, giving away some of your bounty, or participating in community traditions and celebrations. Surprising opportunities will develop as you reach out and meet new faces. Communication with others will be easy. The exchange of thoughts and opinions will influence your life and the lives of those around you. Welcome new friends, create new relationships, and the support in your community will expand. Oh my gosh, I can't believe how time is flying here, Donna. I want, before we go any further, to tell everybody that started with Leo, that ended with Libra, we're going to finish you guys out after the break, uh, so they, everyone will get their scope. You're getting so much feedback, Corliss in, on Facebook. Hi, Corliss, Melissa, Tara, Lisa, they're all like sending their love, and here's the deal. Um, I want... Um, I know you're, you were so generous to take time out of your, your, um, I don't know how you do the schedule you do. Will you let people know? I want to know where do they find, they find you at Donna Virgilio, V-I-R-G-I-L-I-O.com. Find you on one to listen.com. Do you have a Facebook page? I do. I have a lot of Facebook pages, but you know what? Just look for Donna Virgilio. You can like me, ask me to be your friend. I'm right there. And then nice. and the rest is easy. But, you know, if you can't remember how to spell my name, just go to one listencom That's easy. Everybody can remember that. That's right. That's really good. And, you know, looking ahead, uh, because I know we're going to run in a couple minutes, I wanted to know if you would give our listeners um, something, what you see um, ahead for us. And also, it's the holiday season. If you have any anything you want to add, please do. I'm going to leave the last two minutes to you. Oh, thank you. You know, I, you know, you asked me uh, something about, you know, what's coming up in the future for 2011. I think that was what you said to yep. me before recently. And I thought, you know, what we can expect from human beings, I think, is more expansion and creativity because it's, um, yes, it's a challenging time and there's work to be done. We have to roll up our sleeves and, and do a little house cleaning. But at the same time, I think it's a time when um, 
innovative ideas come to the surface, and we work together in groups as well as individuals to produce these kinds of results. Um, you know, things that we haven't seen before, are, there's the opportunity now to create them because many people have, you know, have lost their jobs and, and they have to start from the beginning and where they wouldn't take risks before, I think they will now. So I think it would be a very creative time in 2011, actually. Excellent. Yeah, and then I have a I have a, do have a short little Thanksgiving dinner prayer that I just created. Shoot it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it goes like this, and so we can just all pray together if you'd like. Oh, great mother, you have been good to us. We give thanks for all that you have given us this year and every year. May our horn of plenty always be bountiful. Our rain pots always full. And our loved ones always prosperous. Blessed are we, the children of the Great Mother. Thank you, Mark. Oh, Donna Virgilio, you're awesome. Thank you for that beautiful prayer. You'll come back and visit. Well, you can't thank right. you. Thank you, baby. Okay, Have a good time. Happy okay, Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Go to Facebook. We'll find you. We'll be back, you guys. Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Wasn't that fun with Donna? I am so happy to have her on. And I know you guys are waiting for the second part of those scopes. And we've got a ton of callers waiting to talk about their charts and what's going on in the sky. So we're just covering everything today. So we're giving big shout outs to all of you. Thank you for your post. We got to wave to Oliver out in Barcelona. He is uh, one of our one to listen advisors and he is hanging out at Starbucks doing the listening to the show. And he's going to be, <laughs> he, he's, he's on Facebook if you all want to see him. So look, uh, facebook.com slash Mark Husson. Go post some things. Hi, Rad. Um, also, uh, uh, 12listen.com. We have all the most amazing psychics in the world. Give it a whirl. If you want to know what's going on astrologically, get a report at 12reports.com. And uh, we're going to finish uh, just this segment really quickly with the, the last of Donna's horoscopes. Now, you may not hear the sign at first. It's the, the one that we're going to start with will be Scorpio, and we're going to carry through. So uh, we'll get you to the end to Pisces, and then I'll take calls. So bear with me. Here we go with Donna's uh, last part of her goddess horoscopes. Scorpio, your goddess is Yamanja, goddess of the ocean and new year. Cast white flowers onto the waters and give thanks to the goddess as she rises from the salty waters. It is time to celebrate new beginnings with the goddess and your loved ones. Plan to achieve over the coming months as fresh new energy arises for you by the new moon. What you thought was impossible is now possible. The delays of the past were only minor distractions. Timing is everything. The tide is coming in and your wishes will be granted. Sagittarius, your goddess is Mary Magdalene, goddess of unconditional love and compassion. The goddess advises you to bring peace to every situation in your life this month by focusing on love. 
Where it is easy to judge and make others wrong, choose peace instead. Soften your words when others seem to irritate you. Most importantly, be kind and do not judge yourself when you make mistakes. Any frustration can be transformed by a shift in your thinking. Ask yourself, how could I see this differently? Ask Mary to be with you this month and guide you before you speak hastily. Capricorn, your goddess is Vesta, goddess of home. Warm autumn drinks, books, a nice warm blanket, and quiet time to go within will provide the rejuvenation you have needed. No need to run about. Let someone else do the cooking. Keep it simple, light, and fun. Your focus and diligence has paid off this past year, and now it is time to enjoy the harvest. Next month, you will be so busy. Take advantage of the opportunity to comfort and replenish your body, mind, and spirit. Aquarius, your goddess is Hestia, goddess of home and hearth. You are looking forward to the traditions of the home and family during the holiday season. The full moon draws your loved ones close to you for the harvest feast. Pour wine into their cups and give thanks to the goddess for your bountiful celebration. You will also be invited to upcoming holiday festivities by many friends for luxurious banquets. Accept as many invitations as you can. You will enjoy the company of everyone. Pisces, your goddess is Tara, goddess of creation and universal mother. Under the autumn moon, there is a spirit to explore and to get away from your day-to-day activities. The star of Tara will be your guide as you delight in a quick sojourn to rejuvenate your mind, body, and spirit. Upon your return, you will notice the pace of your career begin to accelerate. Your skills and talents are highlighted by the same bright shining star. You will attract new opportunities and it feels like you are building momentum. You will be glad you took some time to rest before the arrival of so much success. I hope you enjoyed my goddesscopes. Again, you can find those over at onetolisten.com. If you missed some of them, you can go back and read them. Or you can find them on my website, donavergilio.com. Ah. How fun is that, you guys? Thank you, Donna Virgilio. Always sets a wonderful tone. You can find those at one2listen.com, and you can and you can find Donna over there too, and follow the leads. Speaking of advisors, before we take your calls, I have a public service announcement to make. There is one of my dear advisors, Cat K A T T, who has um, a, a beautiful, beautiful daughter named Sydney who has cystic fibrosis. Sydney is a gorgeous teenager. Um, or almost teenager. She might be t- uh, 14 at the most. She, um, Kat has spent most of her life since we've known her diligently raising money for cystic fibrosis. And this weekend she's de- doing a walk for the cure. And what's important about this one is it's going to be a cure in Florida and the money and the proceeds will be directly related to Sydney more directly than ever. If you would like to participate and, and offer any sort of support, you can find Kat over at one to listen and click and find her website, which is psychic com, And if you go to cattails, you'll see more information about that. Thank you for any support you want to offer. We send love to anybody who has a family member that's not feeling well or not, or, or feeling, um, uh, ill and dealing with something that they need extra support with. You certainly can feel the energy in a collective mind, right? So thank you for everything you do. Be sure to post on our gratitude board. If you have something you want to see happen, a prayer, a wish, something, post it as if you already got it. It's an amazing affirmation of your trust that the universe works for you. Thank you. All right, everybody, let's hop over to Shannon on line one and find out what the heck brings her to call this crazy show. 
Hi, Mark. Shannon, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. <laughs> you sound good. Where are you? I'm in Los Angeles. You're in L.A., and you're a Pisces in L.A. Wow. And an Aries moon and a Taurus rising. What brings you to call the show, Shannon? Well, um, I have Saturn in my second house, and I've heard this makes uh, money and wealth difficult. Yeah. And also, I'm not sure what makes love just as elusive in my chart. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my love? (laughs) And what can I do to help it change if there's nothing that is about to change? Okay, that's good. Those are valid questions. Well, one thing, Saturn in the second house doesn't mean poverty by any means. What it does mean is that whatever you put your mind to in finances, you can build. Um, And you you do it in a very slow, methodical way. Now, Saturn there also implies you're a late bloomer, meaning that your wealth will come and it does come in, in way, when you can enjoy it. Now this year and next year, Saturn is also joining you in an air sign. So your Saturn is going to get an incredible boost. Not only is your Saturn in the second house blessed because it's yours, it's being it's always for your entire life will be supported by a grand trine, Uranus and Jupiter. Sweetheart, that is a wonderful placement of abundance coming when you need it. And it's also whenever you put your mind to it, all you have to do is speed it up. Don't get lazy in the creation department. That's all you have to do is hold an intention. The thing about relationships and love for you, they're intense. They always are. Pisces fall madly, deeply, fully in love. They always end up healing people, you know, like merging with them, fixing them. But you have a bigger picture. You have something bigger in life. You're, you're an 11th house person. So you, wanna, you want to give something to the world. And you have this gift. It's really a, a lovely gift that I think it is to communicate and to express other ways of doing things. Relationships will come, though. There's nothing to block a relationship in your life. But the truth is, with your Aries moon, there's a part of you that's like... You, your relationship will be with many. Your, your relationship will be with the group, with the ideal. If you need, if you're, if you're interested and, and you're hoping for and wishing for that solid single partner to come through, the next two years are your perfect window of opportunity. God, I sound like an infomercial. Don't I? Sound like, I listen to Donna's tapes and I'm like, this could be one of those recordings. <laughs> and then I go to the next side. But you're, you are in the cycle where Jupiter's going to hit your moon this year. It's like on in the very first week in February. I mean. Love is going to open you up. Are you thinking about moving? Um, maybe houses, not necessarily out of Los Angeles. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. Moving to me means house, really. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving the city, for sure, not. But moving, maybe, right? House? Yes. Okay, next year, big possibility for that. And I think that's when the love train starts unhooking. So lighten up about it. You're fine. Your finances, you know, it's like we never feel like there's enough with Saturn there. But really, if you look at your life, I think you're going to find it's always been there when you needed it. Always. Yeah, it is. I'm not lacking per se, but I don't necessarily feel like I get anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And I think that you're going to find that change. Watch February 7th as the kicker to a whole new cycle for you. And I hope you'll email me and say, you were so right. Here's a chunk of that money that I got. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Shannon, I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving holiday. If you celebrate that, I'm assuming, yeah, you're in LA. You probably do. And then, um, and you know, uh, be, make your gratitude list out and put yourself at the top. Will you? I will. Thank, Thank you, Shannon. Sure. Take care, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Um, Pat, online too. How are Hi, you? Ma- 
Hi, good. How are you? You're I'm awesome. Good. Oh, you're back awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're a Gemini with a Aquarius moon. Air, air, air is calling in the show because today's a Gemini moon. Um, and you're a Gemini rising. Oh, my goodness. What brings you to call in the show? It's a wonderful energy today. I was just wondering about my romantic outlook. <laughs> Oh, funny that you should ask today. Are you sure you're not really harboring somebody in the background? Are you Are you in a relationship now? No. Ooh, well, but I woke up today, my heart was just full, and it's a wonderful feeling. Was it feeling. really? Isn't that crazy? I wish you could see what I'm seeing. Your chart is the, the relationship house is one degree of Sagittarius. The sun today is one degree of Sagittarius. It, like, opened up. It's like then you're all this all this light fills into like you said it's right into your heart. So, I feel it. It's wonderful. <laughs> I love that. I think that's just awesome. So you know, there's nothing in the way of love. You love deeply. You love profoundly. I mean, you do merge with your partners. You are the healer of your partners. I could almost quote what I just told um, Shannon, who just called. What you what I think, Pat, we got to do here is stay open to who's coming in because this is an incredible time of year for you for relationships. And I think uh, we got about five days. Start looking for an event or a party you're going to be at where you're going to be talking and, and intimately with somebody. And I think we're going to see that. Like, look at that, five days. And so, wow. yeah, we'll give it six just to give me a little insurance. But then I want a <laughs> note from you to say that, that it happened. And then, um, but then we have Jupiter. Um, again, Jupiter for you is in the house of friends and, and other people. This is a group endeavor. We got to get you involved in some group activities because you like those oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, you do. And so in those is where we're going to find somebody. So I, I think you're going to be writing me soon and I'm going to announce it when you do, but it's a great cycle for you, Pat. Relax a little bit. Don't overthink. I know you're a Gemini with a Gemini rising and I, <laughs> <laughs> that's like telling you not to breathe, but I mean, don't, yeah, but don't overthink just like when something isn't going the way you want it to just like release it allow your moods to be crazy because they're going to be but you have you have a such a sweet chart such a sweet energy you do take your job seriously you're one of the few gemini's i know well no i shouldn't say that i've met very <laughs> i've met a lot of gemini's recently who are taking their jobs way seriously thanks to the placement of saturn you have a grand triangle going on in your chart if you wish it it'll happen romance keep holding that intention because this is a cycle for you that i think you're just going to love honest Oh, thank you, Mark. Yeah, Pat, thank you. Let me know. Thanks. I sure will. All thank right, you. sweetheart. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Ariel, are you out there? Yes. Hello, Mark. Thank <laughs> you for taking my call. It's my pleasure, Leo girl. Look at you, Leo, Scorpio rising, Aquarius moon. What is going on in the world? Ariel, how are you? Um, I'm I'm. Good, but my concern is finances. I'm in a career transition that's yeah. been more than a little bit challenging. Yeah, they have. And, um, and, and I'm working on myself, and I'm working on all that positive attitude and all that kind of stuff, and I'm rebuilding myself from a long depletion. Oh. The, well, you know, stress will do that to you, right? It will do that to you. It will, it will, it will. And here's the thing. You are in a cycle. Now, were things getting, were things starting to look better back in September or have they? Yes. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. The, the gates opened the day that the huge grand cross. Look, hit. you know too much. You know was, too much. It was almost like to the minute. It was very funny because it was the news I was waiting for. Nice. That was actually in August. Okay. Okay. Right. Here's right. the deal. Remember Venus went retrograde right after that? Um, yes. 
in very first like week in September, Venus started its its journey. It went back to that point. And so here we are again. Venus is where it was right at the end of August, beginning of September. We're seeing it cross your ascendant again. Now it's going to be there in about six days. And so what's going to happen is look at all you guys calling in and I'm going five days, six days. Like it's crazy, but I'm, I'm reading your chart. You know, your chart clearly Venus is ready to cross your rising sign again. This is the third time. And what we're going to see here is all of a sudden this part of you opens up your, your, I want to say and not be offended by this, but you're desirable. You become, people look at you and they want to be around you. Um, you become, there's, a, there's, you're automatically accepted it's just wonderful little glow. Now you have this wonderful Leo at the top of your chart as well. And I think what's happening is this is your time when you're going to notice this. See, Leos love the reflection that they're okay. They love that. They love when people look at them and, and say, wow, I like you. Even if it's subtle, even if it's psychic, you know instantly who does and who doesn't like you. It's part of what, you're, it's part of what motivates you. With Venus there, we're going to get a triple dose of that. And I think what's going to happen is honestly, I think you're going to, you're going to escalate into this cycle that you've wanted to be in. This has been an incredible cycle. It's on your Mars, all this Pisces stuff on your Mars. Soon Jupiter will right around the middle of January be in your house of your daily routines, which are changing. And that means to me, your work is going to, we're going to find increase there. It also Jupiter tomorrow, look at all these close times, trines your career house. You're in an incredible cycle, Ariel. You just, you just have to start recovering from the Venus retrograde is my personal opinion on this. And so we're looking for this shift to occur, I think, um, here within a week. I mean, I think you're going to notice. I think you're going to wake up and go, oh my God, I feel it. That would be really reassuring. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm holding the faith. Good. Hold it because you, you, but you it's, trust I it. have moments, do you know, I have moments of the do you know this? It's normal for yes. the survival fear and all that. Other oh, kind absolutely, of stuff. absolutely. And you have a great chart for this ability you have. You can communicate to anything. You can have what you want. Just you have a profound faith. And so, what I want you to do is use it this week, particularly. Not like pray to something. What I want you to do is intend something, as if you deserve it. Okay, I want you to get into that mode of thinking. Can you do that? Yes. Okay. Okay. So you, I want you to not like ask for help. I want you to extend like to like you, you're entitled to the support that you know you deserve as a divine child and like hold yourself and get your heart open, get that Leo heart exercising, opening, opened, and then have this trust. And I know you're going to feel it. And then you're going to see it shift. It's going to be, you're going to see it shift. You are, it's going to be soon, soon, soon. And then I want an email so I can like post it. No, so I can announce it. I won't post it. Well, I might, if you're like saying I can. Um, right now with Saturn opposing all that Aries in your chart, I think, oh no, not, not you, not you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. That was like the last chart just slipped in front of me. Right now, Air, uh, Gem, Saturn for you is safely tucked in your 12th house. And so what it's doing there is sort of like out of, it's sort of representing no obstacles. And so I want you to use that imagery. This is your, this is your chance to sort of push forward. You mean Saturn's happy there? I can, I yes. can move. I can. It's not presenting me with serious. Yes. No. You know, I can just make steady little tiny pieces of progress. You can make giant leaps. You're getting. Oh, you're going like to see the giant leap part, and you're going to you're going to love it. Try not to overthink. I'm giving that message out big. You Aquarius moons tend to overthink it. Try to take more leaps of faith over the next two weeks than you ever have. Like do something you didn't even think about. Okay. All right. I'm I'm sending you a big hug. Happy Thank Thanksgiving you. to you. Be grateful and then send out that gratitude for e even things you don't haven't seen yet. 
and then we're going to get there. And then I want to hear from you. All right, you will. Thank, thank you. Thank you very, very, yes, very much. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, love. Be good to yourself. Hey, um, Yumi? Hi, Mark. Yumi, how are you? I'm doing great. How oh, are you? Good. I'm good. Where are you? I'm in Phoenix. You're in Phoenix? Yes. Hot, 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 or comfortable? It's it's nice. It's about probably up, upper 60s. Nice. Oh, that is nice. <laughs> yes, so, it is. Yumi, you're a Sag, and you're an Aries rising, and you have the moon in Aries. You are fire child. What brings you to call the show? I just, I feel like I've been growing and, you know, some heartache and just feel like something big is coming. So I just wanted to see, yes. you know, what's coming up. You have had some heartache. Saturn mm-hmm. has been in your seventh house. It's hit your Pluto. It's you've, you've let go of something really big. Uh, you've let go of many things, it seems like. And now what we're doing is we're dealing with a sense of isolation. And you're like, where, where do I fit in? What do I do? Right, I kinda, you right. know, okay. Yeah. And so... What I want you to know, Yumi, is that's part of the purging process because Jupiter okay. is two minutes, two just little degrees away from your rising sign. What it tells me is you're grieving right now. You're letting go. You're releasing now. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You Do you know what an inspiration you are to people? Do you have any clue what you give? You probably do. A little bit? Yeah. You are. People I mean, come to me. Yeah. yeah they come to you. And, are you yeah. a teacher, Yumi? What do you, you should be. What do you do? Do you teach? <laughs> No, I'm accountant. <laughs> You're an accountant. Yes. Are you but kidding me? Where I, I'm do you struggling? Get... I'm struggling with my career. Good. I'm trying to find something that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Oh, don't you? Well, you are a natural teacher. What are you? What do you teach? Nothing. No, nothing. I okay. Just, you know, like I give advice to friends. They come to me, but that's the extent of it. Okay, that's okay. We got to do our survival thing. But listen, I want you to know what you have here is a natural spirituality, a natural faith, a natural belief. It's amazing mm-hmm. what you, the gift you give. People being around you feel lit up. That's the, the gift of your fire trine. You have tons of it. And you're really, really smart, which we love. Now, what's going to happen here? I think um, we're going to see... On February 1st, we're going to see Jupiter on the Ascendant, and very soon after that, we're going to see Uranus on the Ascendant. I think you're going to move, Phoenix. Is that possible? I don't know. I've been here only two years, and I love it here. Okay, so you're happy there, and you think that... Okay, so... But I think what... Okay, then if you're not going to move, I'm going to say that you're going to change careers. Is that possible? That would be wonderful. I think that you have to. There's no way you're not going to have Jupiter on your Ascendant, have a Jupiter return, have it hit your moon, and sit at the same job. I'm telling you, opportunity is going to emerge. I think it's going to involve a move, Yumi. Great. Yeah, you're okay with that? Um, I'm, I'm going to be wherever it's the opportunity You'll is. You'll be wherever so. the opportunity is. I think I'm it's going to involve travel. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think and it l- could be an opportunity to travel. And I think it could be what it's suggesting to me is a move, like a long distance move. And oh, I don't wow. know how possible that is, but I would love to know from you. It, the point is you're not going to be bored. Relax. You're going to feel like your finger hit an electrical outlet and you are just buzzing inside. Are you feeling that yet? Um, I feel like something's coming. Yeah. Yeah, that's the feeling. You got to. What, get... what about my love life? It's well, been your love too. life. You got to give yourself a little time to heal. You just had some stuff going on, no? Um, off and on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, it there is a desire for solidification. It does seem like that some of the trauma that you went through is still being worked out. Mm-hmm. And so, what I think we need to do is sort of get you to feel like do a little relating, then be alone. Do a little relating okay. to be alone because we don't want you to give yourself up too quickly to somebody else yet because that's right. what you'll, you'll, you'll really, relationships are intense for you. 
I know. <laughs> that you learn so much in them. So appreciate the freedom right now because uh-huh. you're going to need it when February rolls around. You're going to need to be a little unhooked. So okay. have some fun. Go have some fun. Just don't get tied in yet. If you can read between my lines, right? Okay. Right. I will. I will. Thank hey, you, Mark. Do you celebrate Thanksgiving at all? Um, just I be- do with friends, yeah. Yeah, with friends. So just use it as an opportunity to do your gratitude to yourself, like a personal moment. Be grateful for who you are. Be okay. grateful for the gifts and the friends around you. Just be grateful for all the things that you have. I am grateful. I I I can hear it in you. That's the gift of a fire sign. And in doing that, what you'll do is just spread that around to everyone around you. Yumi, you're such a sweetheart. You do, you're doing really good. You keep your faith. You have great faith. Okay. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Same to you, love. Thank you so much. Bye Mark. Bye-bye honey. Well, you guys, you know what? It is time. I'm so sorry for the, those of you that didn't get the call. This show was so remarkable for me because it marks the the show right before the holidays. One of my favorite holidays is Thanksgiving. I don't, you know, I'm not a big turkey fan, but I have to tell you, I love the idea and the mood and the tone that gets set because in the, in the request to take a minute, especially under the Sag cycle, when Sag hits, that moment of spirituality, because Sag is dose you with it. And it's the bigger than life sign. And in those moments... For all of us, as we're watching the the change going from Scorpio and the fear of Scorpio to the optimism of Sag, we have a moment to give our thanks. And why, why do you give thanks? Why do you give thanks instead of asking for help? Because here's why. There's a part of you that knows and is respecting that you are part of something very divine. And in giving thanks, you're, you're sort of showing your faith that the divine part of you wants only what you really want. Once only your joy, once only to give you happiness. So when you acknowledge gratefully, even if you can't see it yet, the gratitude that you know you are part of something that wants to love you, that knocks at your door, that never lets you down, then you actually get to experience it. So here's to you, my deepest gratitude for every single one of you, for the love you've given me, for the love you share with me. I hope you have a great holiday. I will be back next week. And thinking of you. All right. This is Mark Husson. This is your Power Peak Hour. Big hugs to all of you. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Listen to the wonderful Denise Lynn next. I'll be back. Bye.